Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of the Idiot Book Nook Podcast. We are three ADHD addled brains trying to stay on track and get through books. And Lady Punnett is eating a croissant for those of you that cannot see. So you may hear some crunching every now and then. My cat's trying to eat it, so I have to eat it before my cats eat it. I mean, that's as good enough as any excuse, I suppose. I mm -hmm. am Blazewing, and my pronouns are she, her, and they, them. <clears throat> I am the Reading Dragon, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm Lady Punnett. My pronouns are usually she, her, sometimes they, them. Today it's she, they, which is a weird combination that does not happen often. Hmm. Um. So, because we are no longer doing the Harry Potter series, we are going to dispense with our disclaimer unless Jonathan something is revealed about Jonathan Stradwich. I hope not, but please, we don't need any more bullshit from authors. We are going to be starting off with the Bartimaeus series, and we are going to be reading Book One, The Amulet of Samarkand. But before we get into that. For those of you that would like to follow us on social media, you can find Lady Punnett on TikTok under Paulina.Avalon. You can find myself Whoa! on Linktree at L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Blazewing2010. And you can find Vanna White, I mean The Reading Dragon, on Linktree at L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash The Reading Dragon. Were you just about to call me annoying? No, I said Vanna White. What the fuck? Who's Vanna White? I'll explain in a moment. If you would like to take a look at our uh, podcast hosting site and or leave us a voice message that we can then play on the podcast, you are more than welcome to do so at anchor.fm slash idiot-book-nook. And you can find our website at idiotbooknook.wordpress.com where we will hopefully have resources for you at some point once I get up off my lazy ass and put them up on the website. Do it! Do it! Um, so, Vanna White is the, not showgirl, but she's the person who does, like, the board on Wheel of Fortune. Oh, mm. her! Oh, because you were, like, showing wait. off with your hands and, like, oh, showing people okay. off. You were Vanna White. She's the one that wears the bodycon dresses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, maybe I should get myself some bodycon dresses now that, like, I am... Um... Getting to kind of that nice curvy shape. No. Oh, one another. You'd be too uh, powerful. Uh, let me in to enter my villain arc, damn it! You'd be too powerful. No. I will be the most powerful villainess of the internet. I deserve it. After all the bullshit I went through. So, everyone would start calling you mommy. I mean, we. I get called mommy anyway. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, I don't. That doesn't happen to me because I'm part of the itty bitty titty committee. Although I hide it well, usually. Yeah, but I can no. go without wearing bras. Other people nice. can't. Yeah. Nope. Well, I mean, with some outfits, I can get away with it. Otherwise, I need the support. What are you doing? Well, that, that's a discussion for the podcast this morning, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, this is us. What do you expect? <sighs> yeah, it's been that kind of morning. All right. So, 
We have chapter one of the Bartimaeus trilogy first book, The Amulet of Samarkand. And I believe one of our co-hosts here actually has a physical copy. Yes, I do. So you're hearing pages uh, flip through. That's on my end because I have a physical copy of this book. So, and I've been excited to read this again because the last time I, I read uh, some of this was uh, back in either elementary or middle school. Very early 2000s for me. So for those of you that are listening in, two of us have absolutely no idea what we are getting into. We have never read this book series before. So we are running blind at the moment. I'm going to take you with me on adventure. With that being said, narrator. The Bartimaeus Trilogy, Book One, The Amulet of Samarkand by Jonathan Stroud. Narrated by the Reading Dragon, voice acted by Blaze Wayne 2010 and Lady Punnett. Chapter One, Bartimaeus. The temperature of the room dropped fast. Ice formed on the curtains and crusted thickly around the lights in the ceiling. The glowing filaments in each bulb shrank and dimmed, while the candles that sprang from every available surface, like a colony of toadstools, had their wicks snuffed out. The darkened room filled with a yellow choking cloud of brimstone, in which indistinct black shadows black shadows writhed and roiled. From far away came the sound of many voices screaming. Pressure was suddenly applied to the door that led to the landing. It bulged inward, the timbers groaning. Footsteps from invisible feet came pattering across the floorboards, and invisible mouths whispered wicked things from behind the bed and under the desk. The sulfur cloud contracted into a thick column of smoke that vomited forth thin tendrils. They licked the air like tongues before withdrawing. The column hung above the middle of the pentacle, bubbling ever upward against the ceiling like the cloud of an erupting volcano. There was a barely perceptible pause. Then, two yellow staring eyes materialized in the heart of the smoke. Hey, it was his first time. I wanted to scare him. And I did too. The dark-haired boy stood in a pentacle of his own, smaller, filled with different runes, three feet away from the main one. He was pale as a corpse, shaking like a dead leaf in a high wind. His teeth rattled in his shivering jaw. Beads of sweat dripped from his brow, turning into ice as they fell through the air. They tinkled with the sound of hailstones on the floor. All well and good, but so what? I mean, he looked about 12 years old, wide-eyed, hollow-cheeked. There's not that much satisfaction to be had from scaring the pants off of a scrawny kid. So I floated and waited, hoping he wasn't going to take too long to get around to the dismissing spell, to keep himself occupied, uh, 
To keep myself occupied, I made blue flames lick up around the inner edges of the pentacle, as if they were seeking a way to get out and nab him. All Hukum, of course. Or is that Hokum? All Hokum, of course. I'd already checked, and the seal was drawn well enough. No spelling mistakes anywhere, unfortunately. At last, it looked as if the urchin was plucking up the courage to speak. I guessed this by stammering about... I guessed this by stammering about his lips that didn't seem to be included by pure fear alone. I let the blue fire die away, to be replaced by a foul smell. The kid spoke very squeakily. I charge you to... to... Get on with it. Tell me your name! That's usually how they start. The young ones. Meaningless waffle. He knew, and I knew that he knew, my name already. Otherwise, how could he have summoned me in the first place? You need the right words, the right actions, and most of all, the right name. I mean, it's not like hailing a cab. You don't get just anybody when you call. I choose a rich, deep, dark, chocolatey sort of voice. The kind that resounds from anywhere and nowhere and makes the hairs stand up on the back of inexperienced necks. Bartimaeus. I saw the kid give a strangled kind of gulp when he heard the word. Good. Then he wasn't entirely stupid. He knew who and what I was. He knew my reputation. After taking a moment to swallow some accumulated phlegm, he spoke again. Uh, I, I, I charge you again to answer. Are you that Bartimaeus who, in olden times, was summoned by magicians to repair the walls of Prague? What a time waster this kid was. Who else would it be? I upped the volume a bit on this one. The ice on the light bulbs cracked like caramelized sugar. Behind the dirty curtains, the window glass shimmered and hummed. The kid rocked back on his heels. I am Bartimaeus. I am Sakar Algini, Negroso, the mighty, and the serpent of silver plumes. I have rebuilt the walls of Uruk, Karnak, and Prague. I have spoken with Solomon. I have run with the Buffalo Fathers of the Plains. I have watched over old Zimbabwe till the stones fell and the jackals fed on its people. I am Bartimaeus. I recognize no master. So I charge you on in your turn, boy, who are you to summon me? Impressive stuff, eh? All true as well, which gives it more power. And I wasn't just going to sound big. I rather hoped the kid would be blustered by... And I... 
I rather hoped the kid would be blustered by it into telling me his name in return, which would give me something to go on when his back was turned. But no luck there. By the constraints of the circle, the points of the pentacle, and the chain of the runes, I am your master and you will obey my will. There was something particularly obnoxious about hearing this old shtick coming from a weedy stripling, and in such a foolish high voice, too. I bit back the temptation to give him a piece of my mind, and intoned the usual response. Anything to get it over with quickly. What is your will? I admit, I was already surprised. Most Tyro magicians look first and ask questions later. They go window shopping, eyeing up their potential power, but are far too nervous to try it out. You don't often get small ones like this squirt coming up and calling up entities like me in the first place either. The kid cleared his throat. This was the moment. This is what he'd been building up to. He'd been dreaming of this for years, when he should have been lying on his bed thinking about racing cars or girls. I waited grimly for the pathetic request. What would it be? Levitating some object was a usual one. Or moving it from one side of the room to the other. Perhaps he'd want me to conjure an illusion. That might be fun. There was bound to be a way of misinterpreting his request and upsetting him. I charge you to retrieve the amulet of Samarkand from the house of Simon Lovelace and bring it to me when I summon you at dawn tomorrow. You what? I charge you to retrieve. Yes, I heard what you said. I didn't mean to sound petulant. It just slipped out. And my sepulchral sepulchral and my sepulchral tone slipped a bit too. Then go. Wait a minute. I felt that queasy sensation in my stomach that you always get when they dismiss you, like someone sucking out your insides through your back. They have to say it three times to get rid of you, if you're keen on sti on sticking around. Usually, they're not. But this time, I remained where I was. Two glowing eyes and an angry fog of boiling smoke. Do you know what you are asking for, boy? I'm neither to converse, discuss, nor parlay with you, nor to engage in any riddles, bets, or games of chance, nor to... I have no wish to converse with a scrawny adolescent with a scrawny adolescent believe you me so save your rote learned rubbish someone is taking advantage of you who is it your master i suppose a wizened coward hiding behind a boy i let the smoke recede a little exposed my outlines for the first time hovering dimly in the shadows. You are playing with fire twice over. 
if you seek to rob a true magician by summoning me, where are we? London? He nodded. Yes, it was London, all right. Some grotty townhouse. I surveyed the room through the chemical fumes. Low ceiling, peeling wallpaper, a single faded print on the wall. It was a somber Dutch landscape. A curious choice for a boy. I'd have expected pop chicks, football players. Most magicians are conformists, even when young. Ah, me. My voice was emollient and wistful. It is a wicked world, and they have taught you very little. I'm not afraid of you. I've given you your charge, and I demand you go. The second dismissal. My bowels felt as if they were being passed over by a steamroller. I sensed my form waver, flicker. There was power in this child, though he was very young. It is not me you have to fear. Not now, anyway. Simon Lovelace will come to you himself when he finds his amulet stolen. He will not spare you for your youth. You are bound to do my will. I am. I had to hand it to him. He was determined and very stupid. His hand moved. I heard the first syllable of the systemic vise. He was about to flip it. He was about to inflict pain. I went. I didn't bother with any more special effects. And thus ends chapter one of the Amulet of Samarkand. Of the Bartimaeus Trilogy. So, that chapter was fairly short. Yes. So he's a demon. Yes. Why are all chosen children dark-haired? I don't know. Like, if you think of a lot of books, it's either, like, they have hair as dark as night, and eyes the color of some gemstone. So for those of you that haven't been around before, we read the chapter, and then we invite our audience in for discussion. So, if any of you, uh, bleh, bleh. If any of you have any feedback, now would be the time to give it. Unless y'all fell asleep. <laughs> I made notes. You made notes. Ooh. I made notes. So I noticed that Bartimaeus used a lot of confectionery terminology, like waffle mm -hmm. and <laughs> chocolatey. So it makes me think the guy has a sweet yep. tooth. Yep, he's definitely a dessert guy. <laughs> yep. And then the guy was talking about all of these great things he did. Which was, he sounded like an old-ass dude, and that combined with sweets makes me think he might be a trickster. Not just that. He might be a trickster, but I don't think he's a mean guy. I don't think so either. I think he can be mean, but I don't think he mm -hmm. is innately mean. Well, most tricksters aren't innately mean. No. A lot of them just are chaotic neutral. And I also think 
and bear with me here, that Bartimaeus might actually have mm -hmm. a soft spot and he might actually have a heart. Yeah, like he was trying to like uh, reason with this kid. He actually gives a shit. Hello, Elks! Hi, Elksy! He, it sounds like he actually gives a shit. Like, I don't know. I, I know fuck all about this guy, but I got the impression. I, uh, the impression that I got from him was somebody that actually cared. Yeah. Like, he, like, was, he, he was more concerned about, his... about uh, he was more concerned about the well-being than anything else. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. like he like his first immediate thought when getting his request was like, what? Uh, kid, you're a child. Who the fuck is doing this to you? Yeah. Who the it's fuck put you up to this? He also seems to have some level of intelligence, mm -hmm. too, because he was like, someone clearly told you what to do. Someone has taught you the things to say. There were no spelling mistakes in the circle. Yeah. Where is your master? And he called the kid stupid for wanting to get to from wanting to for wanting to steal from an actual magician. Not me double chilling in this live stream and in the discord voice chat. <laughs> Um, I got the distinct impression mm -hmm. that Bartimaeus almost wanted to go after the person who was using this kid. Like he wanted, he oh, he yeah. wanted to like enact some sort of vengeance on that person. I don't know what the fuck we're getting into here, but just yeah, yeah. I. I got the distinct impression from him. Like, when we first saw it, he was annoyed because it's like, oh my god, it's a yes, child. Yep. They're going to ask me to do something yep. stupid and waste my time. Can we just get this over with? I got better things to do. He's done but then this it was like, before. <laughs> yeah, it's like a complete 180, though, when he hears the request. And he literally says, what? Because it's like the what? last thing you expect to hear. <laughs> And he tries to talk the kid out of it. He's like, I heard what you said. Are you that stupid? Do you know what you're asking? Where's your boss? I need to talk to them. Where's your parent? Yeah. Are we in London? I can tell. It's shithole here. <laughs> That's no basically... offense to, the, to those living in no, London. No offense to people who live in London. That was what Bart... That's Bartimaeus's, like, impression he was giving. Yeah. yeah. Because the guy was kind of in a shithole place. And something that I would like to know was the fact that in the room that he was summoned in, there was that one painting of like a... It was a whatever. Dutch landscape. Like, yeah, a Dutch landscape. He's like, odd choice for a kid. Which, I don't know if we're going to get back to the kid, because we don't know the kid's name. So I'm just going to call him Rudy. Mm -hmm. Rudy's... Ru kid Rudy is probably in his master's home and that might just be like an attic space or something but the fact that that was the only painting there yep and there was like nothing else in the room is mighty suspicious for me mm -hmm. so is the main character uh, of the series the demon then uh kind of so it's like naruto no. where naruto is basically the main character of the series and it's yeah. named after him i've yeah. never actually watched naruto I've okay. seen bits and pieces, and like I know, like the the general aspect of the of the overall plot. Okay, you don't have to know about the series as a whole. You just have to know that Naruto is the name of the main character, and the series name is Naruto. Gotcha. 
I'm Uzumaki Naruto. I'm going to be the next Hokage. Who's voiced by a female voice actor, by the way. I love it. I love it Who's so like much. in her 50s. So nice. good on her. Yes. Um, another point I had to make that I, I want us to like figure out was they called it a Tyro Magician. Now, I know that most of the time, Ro refers to, like, R-O is mm -hmm. usually referred to a type of romancy. Mm -hmm. So, like, Cairo, mm -hmm. Ice, Pyro, Fire. fire. Uh, I don't know what Tyro could be. My first thought it could be Time, but Time would be Chrono. Mm-hmm. So, I don't so, want to look it up, though, because then I might get spoilers. And my last point that I wanted to make is Bartimaeus hot. <laughs> I mean, so he could be. So, Depends on what form he wants to take. I just want to reach out here for a second and say, Lady Punnett, do you have a thing for demons? Are you a demon simp? I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have found a weak spot. Ooh. Oh, this is gonna be. It. Oh, oh, oh. I would like oh. to say that some of my favorite characters are usually tieflings. In a lot of my backup characters, even though I play a lot of elves. This explains a lot now, especially since you're a player in my Dungeons and Dragons campaign. You leave Lorno out of this. You're a, you're a demon <laughs> simp, huh? Gotcha. Shut up! I didn't ask. <sighs> we do. I will not be kink shamed here. I don't. Okay, I don't kink shame. We're not kink shamed. I will, however, like... take your kink and use it against you because Moonchild is still my favorite flavor. God damn it! <sighs> oh God. What, what what was that uh, that 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 one scene in uh, uh, the Crimson Guard? Harder, mommy. God, no, <laughs> no. Be gone, thoughts. <laughs> okay, did it's you guys have any notes hole. that you uh, wanted to well, like put my, up? There? My only thing was, so Barty's a demon. Yes, <laughs> that's it. That's uh, all I got. <laughs> So I, I will I will uh, shamefully, not shamefully admit that while reading as Bartimaeus, I got it reminded me so much of another one of our players in our D and D campaign that we play together, uh, a certain uh, demon in the party. Who's Xanoth? A demon, yeah, Xanoth. Demon Daddy. Yes. Okay. It was like oh. Shit, this is this is reminding me the way he's speaking and the way he's like uh presenting himself. This is reminding me an awful lot of uh, my player Xanoth. Ah, shit, nuggets. Okay, you know, cool. It's a shame we can't get him in here to read Bartimaeus's parts. That'd be fan fucking tastic, actually, if he could like guest star. But I know he's like busy with like life shit right now. But yeah, no, uh, Glenn, if you're if you happen to watch this and you are interested in uh picking up a copy of this and uh, guesting with us. Please do it for the love of fuck. We can get you a copy. Yes. Is there anything else that we want to broach for this episode? The next right. chapter is only three pages. Do we want to do the next chapter then? 
We could. I assume we were going to do more than one. Yeah, well, we, we can do more than one, but do we want to break after each chapter as is normal for us, or do we want to jump straight into the next chapter? I think it'd be good to break after each chapter, so that way it's a bit easier to, like, uh, to par- edit to, to later. Pass, yeah. yeah. Also, apparently Microsoft Edge is trying to get my attention. My apologies for that ding. Ding! Yeah. Ding, ding. All right, so we're going to break for, let's say, about 10 minutes. Yeah, sure. sure. Uh, we'll be back at roughly about two minutes after, folks. So if you need yeah. to refill your coffee or your tea or you need to, you know, grab a... I guess a mid-morning snack or whatever the fuck, or you need to grab breakfast, go do it. We'll be back in about 10 minutes with our chapter Mm -hmm. two. I'm actually highly intrigued by this book. Yay! I can't wait to, uh, I'm kind of waiting, can't wait to see where this goes, so. I'm quite actually interested as well, because I found lately, because I tried reading a, uh, what what was it, like, I think it was like something, throw throne of glass or something because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like oh you'd really really like it i'm like okay i'll give it a try and i tried to read it because it's a young adult book but i i couldn't get past like the first chapter because it was like i can already tell where this is gonna go you have a headstrong female lead and you have this suddenly gruff guard and there's a prince involved there's gonna be a love triangle she's the savior of the kingdom yada 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 and it's like no. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. Let's make that five after. So we will see you guys when we get back. Okay. Thank you for joining us this morning. Hello, Critter. We are actually just getting ready for break. Hi. We just finished chapter one. Um, we'll be back in about 10 minutes. Bear with us. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll get on with chapter two. Yep. And then mm-hmm. for those listening on the podcast, we will see you oh, next hold on. chapter. Right. What? I should probably do our podcast outro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we'd like to thank you guys for joining us for episode 18 of the podcast. Um, If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can follow us uh, Lady Punnets on TikTok at paulina.avalon. You can find me on Linktree at linktr.ee slash blazebang2010. You can follow The Reading Dragon on Linktree at linktr.ee slash thereadingdragon. You're looking very much like a gangster. Um, (laughs) I just got my vape in my hand. (laughs) If you would like to take a look at our podcast feed, that's anchor.fm slash idiot-book-nook. And our website is idiotbooknook.wordpress.com. We will see you next episode. uh, For those of you listening to the podcast, which will be episode 19 of the Idiot Book Nook. And for those of you that are sticking around on Twitch, eh, we'll see you in about 10 minutes.